Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The King of Podcasts Radio Network proudly presents the Wrestling Is Real Podcast because wrestling needs us. Kick a podcast once again with another Wrestling Is Real Podcast. This is a special edition as we are basically going to go extra long because of the extra coverage of WrestleMania and NXT TakeOver all on the same weekend. So we're going to go ahead and cover night two of NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver because there are some comments that I want to make on a very brief podcast tonight that need to be said i have to say it i'm starting to get i'm starting to feel troubling about nxt takeover shows i'm starting to feel troubling about nxt takeover as a whole my reason is because if you heard me on the podcast last night episode 602 you know that i have already said that you look at nxt takeover i have to look at i'm looking at it under a microscope of saying how does this benefit the main roster that's what I have to ask. Now, are the promos for any of these stars getting any better than they were when they left their other organizations? That's the question, right? Think about it like this. Look at some of the stars we had on NXT the last two nights. Have they made any real improvements in order to be deemed worthy of making it to the main roster? If no, what is the purpose of NXT? And why are they, again, the dynamic of how what they've always had, if it's not a WWE guy or girl, if they did not make them from scratch, from the ground up, of which they have a complete trust that the person has been under that umbrella for all these years, with the rare exceptions at this point in time where some stars do come from other organizations but must work their way to get to this point. Only a rare couple of cases do you have some stars that will get the green light to go straight up to the main roster, but not many. And of the ones that we see that make it into the NXT that are brought in, that are they are validated by being able to be on NXT because they are good. See, of the NXT TakeOver matches tonight, there was nothing I saw that was wrong, nothing I saw that was bad, nothing I really saw that was, you know, wasn't good action. But one of the things I feel like more than anything else is that the crowd that they have in that Capitol Wrestling Center feels like this this crowd wants to recreate, they want to create the environment of ECW in the late 90s. They want to create 
the Hammerstein Ballroom, they want to create ECW One Night Stand 2005. That's what they want. They all see that. They all want to recreate it because it was such a fun atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely right. And then we see the same thing, okay, with Ring of Honor. And I noticed a match, the unsanctioned match that was held tonight, which we're going to talk about quite a bit because it's the focus of where I'm coming from tonight. The unsanctioned match with Adam Cole and Colorado. On Twitter, I made a point as the match was going on because I thought about it. They fought in a very heated feud when they broke up as a tag team, Future Shock, right? Which was a team before, then they did it again, and then Adam Cole really got into a huge heel turn after that, which really catapulted him into the star that he has been since coming to NXT, okay? All that NXT did for those Ring of Honor stars was give them a new territory to run on. Because the truth is, maybe Ring of Honor, they might have been getting a little bit weary because they've been there for so long. Much like Jay Lethal. Much like you know the Briscoes. Much like Dalton Castle now. like They're all like that. And then you have certain stars that can only be up there for so long. And then people are going to get a little bit weary of them because they're not going to have certain stars going to stay up at the top. Ring of Honor and others, they always have a pillaging of their roster. They have to continue to go ahead and build new stars. They always have to do something to continue to ev- to evolve what they have on television of who they're going to have on their roster because it's constantly changing. Same thing for Impact Wrestling. Same thing for MLW. Same thing for NWA. They all do that for various reasons. Because other companies pick up somebody else, somebody signs somewhere else. It's constantly changing. So that you don't have certain stars that continuously stay at the top. The only one that gets away, gets away with that is WWE in the first place. So Undisputed Era, you put a group together of guys that were Ring of Honor mainstays. And in some ways, many ways, originals. Because they were really a nucleus of the company at the time. Five years ago. So I go back to Final Battle, Ring of Honor, great pay-per-view, in the Hammerstein Ballroom, hell of a match, no DQ match for the Ring of Honor World title, Adam Cole defending against Kyle O'Reilly. Adam Cole won. The only difference about this match tonight was Kyle O'Reilly got the win back. And of course, the story having to be told between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, you can't use anything for Ring of Honor because the company refuses to go ahead and recognize the company that they brought them from to make them stars, to make them deemed worthy of NXT. And here we are. This match happens. It's over the top. And I feel like that's going on way too much on TakeOver. It gets to a certain point when I watch this show. When I, if I've ever watched NXT on a regular basis, it does get a little bit over the top. But this right here, the first time I really felt like that was the Undisputed Era in the War Games match, which was like so over the top. It was ridiculous almost. These guys, near fall after near fall, and everything being thrown at them and how they're able to get second, third, fourth, fifth wins. This exhaustive style of match, 40 minutes with these guys, and the story they told. Again, the match they did, I appreciated more from a realistic standpoint, even though that's a little bit over the top because these matches like this, when you build them up for a main event, you're going to build them up over the top. They have to be like something wild. Sure, not done in a steel cage, not done in a hell of a cell, just an unsanctioned match. Got it. 
But you need to put this match together. And then you see, again, you've got gimmicks. You've got certain falls that are being done. The guy sitting on the chairs talking trash to each other. You know what? We've seen all this before. Maybe I'm just an old fan that's getting a little bit crotchety about it because there's nothing new to be creative about it. But again, when we're looking at these matches again over and over, this is where WWE just said, you know what? Screw that final battle match they did five years ago or four and a half years ago. We're going to do it better. You know, this revisionist history, that match never happened. Adam, Kyle, that match never happened between you guys. We don't care what that was. We don't care where it was, who was there, who saw it, nothing. If it wasn't done in NXT, if it wasn't done in WWE, it doesn't matter. That's what they did tonight. And for these guys to have to bust their ass, and you know they're not making as much money as they would be on the main roster. They can't be. Making more money than they were in Ring of Honor, yes. But really, to put themselves to the, to the line and to go so far as they had to go tonight, it's not going to earn them a main, main roster shot. The Undisputed Era could have been up there a long time ago. So what does Cal O'Reilly get here? Are you going to put him into the main event now? Are you going to make him go after Karrion Cross or something like that to go after the NXT title? Will Kyle O'Reilly get an NXT title shot? Is that going to happen? What do you do with the Kyle O'Reilly? He's been around Granham. Excellent work for decades in Ring of Honor. Okay? A mainstay. And they never gave him the world title, did they? I don't remember they did. He's been tag team title holders many times with Red Dragon. And these guys wanted to work with each other because they obviously know each other for a long time. Great. But when you're a wrestling fan for a long time, for those that are not in the WWE bubble, that are just the purists, that just, you know, they never watch anything else but WWE, what does this do? And then you put this match out here. Do you expect them to replicate this if they get to the main roster? Because they're going to have to. They're going through all this over-the-top madness of a match just to say, okay, it's just for NXT. I mean, it's just for a pay-per-view. Now, they didn't do anything over the top to the point where they were going to kill themselves. I don't think that. I mean, they, they, they definitely worked stiff. They worked tough. It was a very good match. For the most part, I just thought some of the things they did extra, the Pratt fall through the middle of the ramp, you know, the, the chain around the leg stuff. I mean, you know, <laughs> it, was, it was a bit much. And then, of tor- and, and honestly, the, the commentating over the top as well. I'm getting tired of the over-the-pitch of Vic Joseph and Beth Phoenix. It's just too much. I mean, at least Wade Barrett does a good job acting like the Nigel McGuinness of the group with a little bit of, you know, staying a steady tone throughout. But the over-the-top, over-excitement of all this. I mean, again, it's the hype. And then the crowd. This crowd so badly wants us to be ECW 1998. <laughs> they really do. They want this to be where it was at the Hammerstein Ballroom. You know, they want that. They wanted it to be ECW Arena. Uh, they really want that so badly. And even when the matches might not be such a, to a certain point, because honestly, the NXT TakeOver shows, like this show right here, there was a lot of good matches on it. There was all good wrestling, period. I don't want to take anything away from that. 
But my problem is the format. My problem is what this does for the main roster, the purpose of NXT in the first place. Next generation. Who is next to be called up to the main roster? I don't see it. If Adam Cole is going to get moved up, rock on. Maybe that's where he goes next. What does this mean for Kyle O'Reilly? Does he get to a singles run and do something else? Or does he get just used like he is a mainstay, like a Tommaso Ciampa or Johnny Gargano, where they are great hands in the ring. You know, they're like, they're in the level of AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan. I'm, I'm, I'm not making too much of a stretch by saying that. But there's already enough of those guys on the roster, the workhorses that WWE likes. So there's not room for those guys on the main roster to do anything else. And there's not room for them to do anything else here in NXT except being put into a faction or just doing something else. Because they haven't changed Kyle O'Reilly's character, character at all. Adam Cole's not much different than he was, right? Adam Cole's still, still the same heel character he was in Ring of Honor. It's exactly the same, pretty much. Did they do a good job of what they were going to do to try to build up this match? Yes. Did they build to a great match? Yes. Did they do a really good match? Yeah. Just give me the match. Honestly, I would have preferred this would have just been like a like a Broadway. I mean, why couldn't this been match just could have been where they just kind of just, you know, went rare bones out about it. And why wasn't it last man standing or something like that? I mean, did it have to be unsanctioned and go the extra mile? I don't know. Does it, did it, was it really necessary? Because we already saw this match. We've already seen this feud. We've seen this feud culminate before. This is a recreation of the fall of 2016 all over again. So for Adam Cole, Kyle Rally, it's like Ring of Honor Final Battle 2016 was a dress rehearsal. For me, it, it kind of tampers with the way that that match was because it was a really good match. You can look for it on YouTube. Ring of Honor has it up on their, on their YouTube page. You can see it. 30 minutes. It was good. It was a hell of a match. And a great crowd. Because Ring of Honor was on fire at that point. They were doing really great. And of course, what happened? NXT whoosh, sweeps them all up. Not too long after that. And these are the things that have to be considered over and over and over again. So again, to go ahead and take out some of your competition, yeah, Ring of Honor's never recovered. And then to go ahead and give us this pay-per-view over two nights. I'm not complaining about the matches. I'm complaining about the purpose. NXT just can't be about good matches. We have to develop stars. We have to develop the future of this company. Because this is what the Performance Center was meant to be. Where is that? Why don't we have that yet? accomplished stars you have across the board right tony storm pete dunn kashida isaiah swerve scott cameron grimes la knight dexter loomis leon ruff there's so many guys that have been that have done something for themselves somewhere else because they were not brought in here because of some raw talent they're not being polished they're not being changed into anything different some might be getting a little bit of a, of a gimmick change but is it working la knight as far as I know, he's getting buried, Eli Drake. For what? Isaiah Swerve Scott, that guy was a damn, w, he was a, he, there's been seven MLW world champions in that company, and he's one of them. This, that was who Court Bauer put the belt on when this 
when the promotion returned several years ago, he was a stand. He was he was a, a standout in Lucha Underground as Killshot. Why this guy doesn't get you know where he's at? I don't know. But again, they don't feel like there's anything more to do with him right now. To you know, look at look at his pedigree. Look at his resume. The resume just gets you in the door. It's like you just got a college degree, kid. That's all you got. All these guys coming in here, doesn't matter what they did. Tommaso Ciampa also was a champion of Ring of Honor. Well accomplished. He's gotten his belt here. He's been, you know, given the shot. But again, he doesn't want to move up anywhere. So he's he's content. Fine. MSK. Radical. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, rascals. All right. They also... Now, if I called them radicals yesterday, I don't think I did. I'm sure I called them rascals. But if I did, you please call me out on that because that would be really bad if I did that. MSK. Okay. Getting these tag team titles last night. Wonderful to hear for them to have that. They deserve it. And not everybody knows that. And really, to hear the WWE purist fans that never watched these guys for three years on Impact Wrestling really bothers me. And I know it shouldn't bother me because these, because the fans are going to watch major leagues and that's it. Everything else is AAA and farm league and it's, you know, so beneath them. Oh, how gauche. We're bourgeoisie. We're bougie up here in WWE. That's how the fans are at this level. So anything else below is like, you know, it's like dirt in their shoes. It does bother me as a, as a wrestling fan because I don't put myself as an allegiance to any, any promotion, but I love a lot of promotions. And I do like a lot of, uh, quite a bit of what WWE does, okay? And I want them to succeed. How many times do I have to say that over and over? I want them to succeed. All more to make it better for every other promotion. Because I want the competition to build up. I want AEW to go and build up to get WWE having a fire up its ass once again. Because it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today. Day to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They will motivate with competition. We all know that. People, the, the fans that do not want competition, just because it, there's some kind of a fear, some kind of anxiety they have that if WWE has somebody else to come on board, another WCW, God forbid, another NWA, you know what? They're not going to lose, okay, guys? WWE is not going to lose the war. They're not going to lose the AW. If they do, it's down the line. But for them to have AW on their rearview mirror, Making them step up their game is fantastic. Competition is good for wrestling. And I'm telling you, if it gets more people to watch, better off. 
I don't see why we can't have more than 2 million viewers at any given time on a wrestling program. It can be done. And what's most important is you've got to have new stars ready to go and be called up and ready to go. And WWE has to have that main roster spot ready for them, planned out. And when they get up there, they're going to be able to go ahead and say, okay, this guy is on the launch pad to be rocketed to the moon. Do you understand? The main roster spot, the NXT spot that they get should be a launch pad for them to get to the main roster to become big stars. That's what it's meant to be. Now, we move along. There were obviously good matches tonight. Ladder match with Santos Escobar, Jordan Devlin. Listen, Santos Escobar, my problem is that if WWE looks at this in the main roster, they'll look at what Andrade was, and Santos Escobar is like a carbon copy. He's not. But again, to go ahead and the you know, legendary, the legend of Lucha Libre and create this, you know, create this group and bring them up and, you know, again, Legado de Fantasma, bring that group up somehow to bring them up somewhere. Are they not going to be Lucha House Party? Ask yourself the question. Don't be stupid about this. Don't be naive. Don't be ignorant. Don't be stubborn. Please think about this. Right? Women's tag team title match was good. The way, you know, I see what they're trying to do. Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae get to put this together. I don't know if it helps to benefit anyone necessarily about who breaks out from the group. If Austin Theory is supposed to come from it, Andy Hartwell is supposed to make something out of this. I don't feel like it does. I'm not sure. But again, watching NXT on Tuesday nights, unopposed is going to help me to go ahead and get a better idea because I'll get to watch it more. Now, I will say one thing with Karrion Cross and Finn Balor, you know, to see Karrion Cross get the belt back he never lost, that's good. And Finn Balor holding on to that belt for a while, you know, they had a good match put together, all planned out. Kind of weird to go and see that match not be the main event, but of course, how they had to go and do things. Double main event that, uh, tonight. And so, Karrion Cross. if there's one person that I really feel like once a main roster spot opens up, Karrion Cross himself should be able to elevate himself. He, will, I believe there's enough there with him and Scarlett to really make them stand out. Because I'll tell you what, if we could do a switch right now, if we could do a draft, and we could take Alexa Bliss and Bray Wyatt off of Raw and replace them with Karrion Cross and Scarlett, Let's do that. I'm all in for that draft pick. I'm all in for that that trade right there. And as for as for Colin Riley, Adam Cole, to wrap things up here on this short broadcast tonight, 40 minutes, probably 10 minutes longer than it needed to be. I, honestly, probably about 15 minutes more. I mean, it could have been a different match, but again, WWE doesn't want to do those kind of matches. They don't want to go and tell a story where it's just a straight beat up. No, they got to have the weapons on these guys because they're small guys. They're small. They're both a little over 200 pounds. They're not that tall. They're not the big muscle jack guys. Like what room is there for them on the main roster to become a big star? All right. We've seen what they've done with Ricochet and Mustafa Ali. You know, again, the guys on the shorter end of the stick 
they're not going to get a spot that's going to be prominent over there. That doesn't get applied to many guys. And sometimes it doesn't even matter how good a promo you cut. Because of the expectations of the WWE main roster. So I don't shoot down the show as much as the reason for these over-the-top matches. Do we need to go and have Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole prove themselves at so far into their careers? Let me ask yourselves the question. Kyle O'Reilly's been wrestling for a long time. 34 years old now. Eight years of Ring of Honor. Four years in WWE in NXT. Adam Cole, 31, in his prime. Also, eight years in Ring of Honor. And four years in WWE. I mean, how much more do you need them to do? How much more do you need them to do to make them prove themselves? That's what I said about this match. This is a proving ground match, right? Ring of Honor would use those proving ground, ma proving ground matches, right? This is what this was. And some of these matches, that's all they are. And Bronson Reed, you build him up after the, the gauntlet, and all of a sudden, after the North American title, his first title shot, they, they let him lose. Gargano wins. So what pushes that? I mean, it's where we are now. This is why I have an issue with NXT. It troubles me. It's troubling me more and more every time I watch. And I'm going to probably be on the other side of the argument with everybody else because I'm sure every other podcaster tonight is praising the hell out of NXT TakeOver because that's what they do during WrestleMania time. The NXT TakeOver leading up to WrestleMania is fantastic and the WrestleMania is under par. You know, it's how it's, it's going to go. We'll talk about it. We will talk about it this weekend. I don't know what else to say, but that's my rant. I didn't want to go too long with it. I just, this is my point, and I've, I made it. I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening in. Finding the show, as you always do. Again, the schedule for the Rest of the Podcast this weekend. Saturday night, I will do a recap of night one of WrestleMania. And Sunday night, we'll do night two. And we'll see what comes up out of it. So anyway, thanks for listening in. We will catch you on the back end of night one of WrestleMania. And until then, remember, come back for another Wrestling is Real podcast because wrestling needs us. Thank you for listening to the Wrestling is Real podcast. You can find all previous episodes at WrestlingIsReal.com or subscribe to the show on all major podcast outlets, including Apple, Amazon, Google, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Follow the King of Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at King of Podcasts and search King of Podcasts on YouTube or type YouTube.com slash J-B-R-A-S-C-O-951. This has been a presentation of the King of Podcasts Radio Network. <laughs>